Keenan. And I'm Rachel. And this week on Part of Our World, we have a bonus episode of sorts. Yeah. I mean, so. I say bonus because we typically go every other week, but this is going to come out on an off week. Yeah. So. Cool. What's your topic this week, Rachel? Today we are talking about Flower and Garden Festival and things that mostly we want to do see but mostly eat Mm -hmm. while we are there so we're talking about food and a lot of it and drinks don't get me wrong yes that's what we're talking about um so we'll do our best to describe these delicacies but you know yeah well first i thought we could maybe cover like what the flower and garden is for listeners who maybe like aren't super familiar with it and what you can experience there aside from just food right Cool. Yeah, because maybe people are planning a trip, and we don't want to be—we don't want people to be in the same situation that we were in for food, food and wine, and wine yeah. when we just did no research and we went in there blind, and we're like, "Oh, this is cool," and we just tried things, and what we did try was good, but we would have liked to have a better idea going there with, yeah, our yeah, eyes we open. Had a, we had a couple items that we wanted to try. I remember that, like that Hawaiian slider that I had like that was on my list but yeah this should hopefully help with more of like a game plan and you know to do our research we just went to like Disney food blog and Disney tourist blog and just people that go day one they review everything take pictures WDW news today all that stuff so um, but anyway it's not all just food Um, the flower and garden festival I'd say this the centerpiece is the topiaries and so the the bush, what'd you call them? Bush sculptures? Bush sculpture? No, shrubbery sculptures. Shrub sculpture. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the uh, shrubbery sculptures featuring iconic Disney characters. And this year they've got a new one that is Bo Peep from Toy Story 4. I think it's like her new look or whatever. Her, oh, cool. Yeah, I think. I know that. I know they have Bo Peep this year and it's new. Well. So... That's cool. Yeah. I think that's one of those things that you're going to have to see in person to get the full experience because like the pictures look super awesome. Mm -hmm. But I think just to to see the actual size and what they've done. And do you know, like, do they do fresh ones every year? Do they just move them to the decoration? Like, are they real? That's a good question. I don't know. You'd think that if, I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah, because it's Florida, so it's... Not like they nec- they could just put them in a greenhouse somewhere. Yeah, I would imagine that's what they do. Yeah. But who knows? That would make a lot more sense. Um, yeah, so those are all over Epcot, and I think that's like the signature thing of Flower and Garden. But of course, like all the Epcot, Epcot festivals, there's um, food booths as well. They call them outdoor kitchens, but they're like kiosks. Um, there are 19 of them, at least from what I counted. And... There are, so there are 19 outdoor kitchens that I saw, but then there's other places that typically have food at Epcot that offer special items for the flower and garden. So for example, the funnel cake booth has key lime funnel cake at flower and garden. Which sounds amazing. Yeah. 
I've heard it, I've heard it misses the mark. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well then. Uh, but Never there is mind. there is one of those items that made it on my list, so we'll okay. see once we get into those. Anything else? Well, this year there are four new booths. Um, there's the Arbor at the Gardener's Terrace. That sounds so pretentious. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is at the Odyssey Center. Um, and that's, I don't know if you remember this, Rachel, but when we were there for Food and Wine, it was where they had like the beer tasting building that we didn't go in. No, I don't remember it. Yeah. Well, you probably remember where we did the babies station yeah. thing that we went to. Oh, so yeah. it's that building. Um, yeah. So th- that's where the Arbor of the Gardener's Terrace is. And then there's the three other new ones are all in Showcase Plaza, which is like that landing right before you enter into the World Showcase, like passing from future into the World Showcase. There's that like big open area. Right in front of the lagoon or whatever. So there you have Flavorful Kitchen, the Citrus Blossom, and Trowel and Trellis. Awesome. Yeah. So in addition to the main draws of topiaries and food, so this is, I mean, Flower and Garden is really just celebrating, you know, outdoors and the fresh, you know, ingredients you can make and put on your table, but, you know, just gardening and stuff. So they have... Um, different gardens and play areas you can you can visit. So Keenan says he counted 21 of those. So you have a butterfly house, Bo Peep's training grounds, which I'm not sure what that is. It's like a play area. Butterfly house is, I guess, quote unquote, a play area as well. Yeah. And then the playful garden. But then the rest are like just exhibits that are tied to different things in Epcot, most of them World Showcase. So like there's a bonsai tree garden in Japan. Right. Things like that. Yeah, and I saw one that sounded really cool was a purple Martin garden. So Keen and I, we like to pretend that we are birders. And because we went birding on an expedition one time, we were on vacation and it was awesome. And so we've, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Dabbled with the the hobby a bit but so there's we have binoculars we do have binoculars and we have bird guides and one year for halloween we dressed up as birders right so i mean pretty official stuff yeah um we went to check out warblers once we drove a couple hours to go see the migratory birds the warblers up in northern ohio so yeah anyways we like birds um so Apparently, these migratory birds flew over 3,000 miles from the Brazilian Amazon to raise their young right at Epcot. So, and I think they, they, um, there'll be like cast members and stuff there to like answer questions and to help your, your birding skills. So, if that floats your boat, maybe we can get Cedric in on this hobby. Hmm. It's funny to me because that was on my list too of like, I, I bet a lot of people are like, whatever. There's this garden that has birds in it. But I'm like, there's a garden with birds? We have to see this one. And they're purple birds. So, I mean, well, the males, of course. The males always have the good looks in the bird world. Got to woo the females. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's a Shakespeare garden, which I thought you might be into. Indeed. Yeah. You know, Keenan's an English teacher, in case you didn't know. All right. Anything else? Well, there's the scavenger hunt. um, Right. Which every Epcot festival has some sort of scavenger hunt. With it, um, you pay seven bucks to get a map. And I, I think you can do it without the map, but the map guides you around and you get a reward at the end. This year, it is Spike's Pollination. Okay. So you go and you look at different locations and identify things and match them up on your map. And then 
you get a prize for finding them all. But is Spike I did see a character. I think he's a bird or a bee. Okay. Anyway, I didn't know if he was from a Disney movie, and I didn't no, know. No, no, no. I was like, Who's that, as far as I know, it's not. But yeah, it's while supplies last. So since we're going, we are literally going to be there for like the last five days of Flower well, Garden. So I am not holding out for it. Maybe we can get his. So if you can hear me, maybe, you know, fellow podcast buddy, you can hold on to one of those maps for us and mail it to us and we'll we'll pay the shipping so we can do that. Wait, they're going to have the maps. It's I mean, the rewards the, that are... Oh, the rewards. Yeah. Okay. Well, I thought you meant the, the maps. Oh, no. There's going to well, be, well, okay, be a surplus Okay, so if you can hear me, we'll be <laughs> Do like, the scavenger and give us your reward. Maybe they'll get two rewards and send us an extra. There you go. So, I'm just saying. Just trying to think ahead here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then during the month of April, well, not the whole thing, but like April 5th through Easter, there's an egg hunt. That would be fun. Well. That would be fun. Cool. Looks like they have some special tours, like a Royal Tea Garden tour, which is 20 bucks a person, which isn't that much for Disney money. Right. Um, for a 45 minute tour and yeah. you get some tea and go through the gardens. And you get to go in the World Shor- Showcase before it opens. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Oh, yeah. I bet you get some great shots when the, there are no crowds there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah. There's also behind the seeds, which from what I could tell, you can experience this outside of the flower and garden festival but i saw it show up on a couple different websites as far as a flower and garden tour but this one is an hour it's 25 dollars for adults 20 for children you go through a walking tour of the land pavilion so you see some greenhouses a fish farm and everything i read about it sounded really cool and like it was totally worth it so but i don't know if it's totally tied to flower and garden or not okay cool and then the, this other tour is for Flower and Garden because they take you through the tour of the gardens that are in the World Showcase Pavilion and behind the scenes. And there's a focus on the landscaping techniques. And This one's a little pricier at 85 a person. Yeah. So they must give you the, the nitty gritty. Mm, I bet you can get your topiary questions answered there. Oh, yeah. I'm sure I could. Or I could probably just Google that. I'm not sure. Maybe. Okay. Well, Maybe you Google can't points. forget... Perhaps the biggest draw of the Flower and Garden Festival, and that is the music. The Garden Rocks concert series are is being, in. I'm being totally sarcastic. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll we'll get there. Um, you got the. It's in the American Gardens Theater in the American Adventure Pavilion. There are three shows per day at five thirty, six forty-five, and eight p.m. And to quote the official Disney website, there are dozens of chart-topping musical acts. These would include Rick Springfield, Flock of Seagulls, Journey, John Cicada. Uh, And those were the more popular acts that I noticed on their website. So not quite the same Mm -hmm. level as Food and Wine that features Hanson. Right, exactly. Or, you know, the... um, uh, what is it? The Christmas processional. They bring in some big names for that as well. Yeah. What What's Rick Springfield's biggest hit? Is that the Jesse's Girl? I have no idea. They They. If you look on their website, they'll put. Yeah, it's Jesse's Girl. They'll put whatever song they're known Jesse's for. Or whatever. Go. I have a friend Meredith who would love to see that song played live. So. Hey, and she listens to the show. So shout out to Mayor. This one's for you. Weeb trash on Twitter. Follow her. (laughs) (laughs) 
Cool. All right. So I know that was a mouthful, but that's all the stuff that's not food and drink at the Flower and Garden Festival. However, I I am excited for the topiaries and gardens and stuff. But for the 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 big thing for us is we're gonna go and we're gonna eat delicious food. Delicious, fresh. Yes. From the garden type food. And we want to go with like a plan. Yeah. We're going to try these specific things. So That's right. Because we ha- we're dedicating, I mean, we're going to be at Epcot for a day and we're planning on just... Two days. That's what I meant. Um, but yeah, we're planning on like dedicating a day to... An entire day to World Showcase. We're not going to be eating normal meals, just snacking our way around. Yes. Um, whatever this festival is called. The Flower World. and Garden. Oh. Cool. So what we did was we picked three items from three categories, and our categories are savory, sweet, and... Drinks. Yep. So, you want me to start? Start with savory. Okay, so this is over at La Isla Fresca. Now, is this your number one or your number three? I didn't rank them. I did. Of course you did. Um, I just picked ones. I mean, it was hard enough to narrow it down, so no, I did not rank these. Um, but this could be number one. Who's to say? Um, so we got a sugar cane shrimp skewer with steamed rice and coconut lime sauce, which sounds pretty good to me. I'm yes. not sure exactly how many shrimp you get. And where is that? That's over at La Isla Fresca. Okay. Did you say that? Yes. I spaced out. Mm-hmm. Like okay. real life? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, should I do my number three or should we do all of yours? You can go ahead and do yours. Okay. Let's go back and forth. My number three. This is the coffee rubbed pork poutine with barbecue demi-glace, fire roasted corn relish, and cheese curds. $8.50 from Refreshment Port, which is in Canada. I do have to apologize, Rachel. You're not going to be able to eat any of mine. I Yeah. So a disclaimer. So for those of you who don't know me, um, I don't eat mammals. So that kind of... I can explain that another time, I guess, but I just don't. Um, so that's going to limit my options here. So if you see me on all of mine, you'll notice have a sort of a theme. And it's like, Fish oh, and all chicken. Of, well, you'll see. Um, so, yeah, if you're wondering why I'm not picking the bacon covered this or that, that's why. Mm-hmm. But, hey, cheese curds sound great. Yeah. Pork poutine. <laughs> I'm not sure about that one, but okay. okay. Sounds delicious. Cool. Okay, my next one is over at the Citrus Blossom, which is lobster tail with Meyer lemon emulsion and grilled lemon because, of course, I'm going to get lobster tail if I can. Yeah, did, do you know how much that lobster tail is? Eight bucks. Oh, that's so not a lot too bad. of these um, are. If you have the Disney dining plan, they are snack credit eligible. Yes. So that's something to keep in mind. If you are on the dining plan, you can use those snack credits and use them well. Yeah. At some of them are like this. 10 plus bucks. Yeah. Great use of a snack credit. But lobster tail for a snack credit? Hey. Yeah. Why not? Why not? When in Disney. Rome. All right. My number two in the savory category is the toasted pretzel bread topped with black forest ham and melted Gruyere cheese. Five twenty-five from Bauern Market, uh, Farmers Market in Germany. Yeah, and it doesn't look like a huge portion or anything, but I think for like a ham and cheese sandwich, five bucks. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, pretzel buns, legit. Yeah, pretzel buns and Gruyere cheese. Yeah, 
Can I get that? Hold the ham? Get some turkey on there or something. Oh, baby. Okay, my next one is over at the new arbor at the Gardener's Terrace. Um, this is fried green tomatoes with blue crab fennel salad. Hmm. Rumelade and smoked paprika oil. Also, um, a Disney dining plan snack credit eligible. It's also six bucks, so not too much, but I thought that sounded good. So if you notice the theme here, all of mine are seafood. So, ah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like fried green tomatoes. Isn't, but yeah, no, but that one fennel. in particular, I have zero interest in it, but I've seen it on pretty much every Disney food bloggers list of must tries at Flower Garden. So and good choice there. I will. Yeah. Now, my number one, I've seen in multiple places, highly recommended. This one is like the other two. If I don't have them, I'm not going to cry about it. But this other one, I have to have. You will cry. Yeah, I tears. I'll finally see you cry. Yeah. <laughs> this is the beef brisket burnt ends and smoked pork belly slider with garlic sausage, chorizo, cheddar fondue, and house-made pickle. Okay, all I know is that you need to be taking your... Heartburn medicine. Yes, my omeprazole. Don't don't forget it. Because you'll be <laughs> it's very funny sad. When making this list, I went back to the packing list and made sure that was on there. Yeah, yeah, I'll be dying by lunchtime. Oh yeah, you would be very um, sad. Yeah, and it's seven fifty, but it looks kind of small. But it's stacked with deliciousness. Oh yeah, it's like all of the meats. Now I have an honorable mention that I think you would like, Rachel. Okay, and it's. I, we didn't say we would have honorable mentions, but I kind of put this on there thinking I'll say it if you if it didn't make your cut, because I think you'll be in, into this one. And the people need to know. People need to know. Uh, this comes from Florida Fresh, and it is spicy blackened shrimp and cheddar cheese grits with brown gravy. My list just went away. Uh, and local sweet corn relish. Oh, I don't know if I saw that one. Yeah, seven bucks. Hmm. And there's nothing... Blackened shrimp, cheese grits, gravy, and corn. All right. Mm -hmm. I can do that. I know. A lot of times grits adds like bacon or something uh, to From it, what so. I saw, I don't think so. Okay. Well, yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, I would say out of these, I might be most excited for probably the fried green tomato and crab, blue crab fennel salad. That just sounds real good. Yep. So we'll say that's my number one, I guess. Okay. On to the sweeties. Yeah. Okay, you can start this one. Okay, my number three. Now, I'm going to clarify this one. This is another one that I've seen just on everybody's list that is phenomenal. You're going to know exactly why it did not make my number one. This is the local wildflower honey mascarpone cheesecake with orange blossom honey ice cream garnished with fennel pollen merengue kisses and petite lavender shoots. That was a mouthful. Yes. Which $5 from Honey Bistro. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks and sounds delicious, but fennel has a slight licorice taste to it, and I just worry that that would taint it. So I didn't want to make it my number one, but by the end of this vacation, it might be the most, you know, favored dessert from Flower Garden. All right. I mean, a lot of people don't like licorice, though, so are we sure that's the... Yeah, it does say that. I just looked it up. Well, it says... Rather than making food taste like licorice, fennel imparts a light, bright, spring-like quality to foods. Fair enough, but According you've had sausage before that has fennel in it, and you'd be like, oh, there's just like something oh, yeah. in this that I don't like, and it's fennel. Okay. The Trader Joe's? Yeah. Okay. 
Hmm. But maybe it will be a negligible amount. I don't know. It's fennel pollen. I want to like it because I love cheesecake. It, for five bucks, we're going to try it. Yeah, we'll try it. We'll at least split one. And we'll get back to you guys and yeah, let you we'll know let what you we know. thought. Won't we'll, help you unless they offer it again next year because we're right. going to be at the end of we'll it. Be, but very that's end. Okay. You'll be like, yeah, we already know that. <laughs> All right. I have over at Hanami is the frushi. Mm. You know, the mix between the fruit and the sushi. This is my honorable mention. So this is basically just like fresh fruit, pineapple, strawberry, melon, rolled with coconut rice, and then garnished with whipped cream and a berry sauce drizzle with toasted coconut. Um, And so they, you know, roll it up and cut it up to make it look like a sushi roll. So that sounds like cute and fun and delicious. So I've got to try it. Yeah. It sounds fresh and Yeah, it'll be nice on a hot day. Yeah. So. Oh, you'll notice a, a trend in my sweets as well. Is it all fruit? Yeah. Okay. I mean, probably a lot of them would be anyway because of the nature of the festival, but. Yeah, except really none of mine are. Oh, well, you found some exceptions. <laughs> okay, so my number two is the Mickey Tart Peanut Butter Mousse with Strawberry Jam and Boba Pearls. I saw that. Yeah, a couple of reviews mentioned the Boba Pearls are kind of weird and unnecessary, uh, but it's four fifty from Flavorful, which is... Uh, in the Showcase Plaza, along with the Honey Bistro. And I don't know, peanut butter jelly sounds kind of basic and not exciting, but I read a bunch of reviews that said it's delicious. It's a little small for the price, but that it's totally, like you bite into it and you're just like, oh, what a nice assortment of flavors here. So, And it sparkles. Oh, well, in that case. And it's shaped like Mickey. Yeah, so... You definitely got to get it. We'll get it for the. And let me try. We'll it. get it for our son for sure. Oh, yes. And take a couple for bites. Our son quotes. It's for you, obviously. <laughs> okay. Um, next, I have from Taste Track is the Violet Blueberry Vanilla Croissant Donut. That's my number one. Which is, I've heard, just like a more epic cronut with mm-hmm. extra delicious flavors. Yeah. So I'm all about blueberry too. I love that flavor in dessert. So yeah, Cronut was already before we were going during Flower and Garden. We were like, like we did our dining episode, and that was one of the snacks. We were like, we're gonna get the Cronut. Yeah. And now it's like now an it's even like better Cronut. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So what's your number two then? I already said it. It was the Mickey Tart peanut butter mousse. So I'm good. That was my number one. Okay. You probably have one left, right? I do have one left. Um, not necessarily my number one, but definitely want to try this one. Is from, I don't know how to say it, Zapoli or Zeppoli. Um, is ricotta cheese fritters mm. with powdered sugar, raspberry sauce, and chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Yeah. So this is, I guess, my least fruity one, but they still got the raspberry sauce on there. But cheese fritters. Yeah, it doesn't count. What do you mean? That's not really like fruit. Yeah. It's not like a most. Well, neither is the cronut really. You're, you're, that that that's fried cheese, right? The fried cheese is. It sounds awesome. Oh, I know. So basically, like I don't know, like a cheese-filled funnel cake type situation, mm. I guess, with some sauce and chocolate hazelnut. So basically, Nutella. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm not sharing that one. So get your own. That one is seven bucks. Again, over at Zeppelin. Well, seven bucks. You better share it. Mm-mm. Sorry, that's gonna be my lunch. Okay, final category, drinks. Okay, I only had two, actually. Wow. But because I saw a lot of them, 
and I probably didn't see every possibility, but I saw a lot. If it was just like a wine or a beer, I just kind of overlooked it because I'm like, I can get wine or beer everywhere. I agree. And I kind of overlooked it too, which is funny because when we're actually there, I'm mostly going to be drinking just beer. You think? I don't know. I don't know. You like the fruity drinks. They're okay. Hmm. I've seen all those pictures of you from Cambodia with those (laughs) umbrella drinks every time. I've changed, Rachel. I've matured. Oh, I see. I'm a craft beer guy now. You've always been. I have a beard. I have a gut. Mm, No comment. (laughs) Working on that Disney bod. Mm -hmm. Okay, my number three is light. The very light drink, the cookie butter worms and dirt. What? (laughs) Nice. So it's like the dirt cups that you used to eat as a kid, like the pudding and the Oreo and Mm -hmm. with the gummy worms. Yeah, but it's a drink. And I've heard it's quite thick. Yeah. It's like, like milkshakey. There's no way this is going to be good if it's like 90 degrees outside. But I mean, milkshakes are it good. It still in 90 sounded degrees. really good. So, yep, 425. Non alcoholic. Can share that one with the kid. Yeah, that's the He'll very love it, I'm sure. Can, can you say the name of that one again? It was the Cookie Butter Worms and Dirt. Cookie Butter Worms and Dirt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And actually, I forgot to write down where that's from. Uh-oh. Sorry. So, we'll have to go back and look at that one. Mm hmm put in our show notes which i'm not not sure if we have you're they're staring they're, well, I mean, <laughs> they're literally but right do you, in front do you upl- i'm saying uploading it to the episode that people see uh we tip we typically don't link the show notes that's maybe a bad habit but yeah well i just hear in podcast so yeah we'll put in our show notes you can check that yeah out. we should yeah maybe that could be your job maybe because i don't have very many um okay my first drink is over at also at Hanami. The only issue with this is I'd probably have to get this and my frushi on different days because they're both very fruity things. It would be like a double dessert type situation, which um, I don't think I would do. So in real life, I wouldn't get this with my frushi. Fair enough, but I doubt we'll, you'll have that opportunity. Well, then maybe I will have to or something. I don't know, but... At Hanami, they have Ichigo Sun, which is a strawberry lemonade cocktail with sake, strawberry puree, and lemonade, mm-hmm. which that sounds like just refreshing and amazing and wonderful. Yes. So I, I say get it with your frushi. I'll just be so refreshed. I'll just be like vibrant and glowing by the time I'm done with that, mm-hmm. all that vitamin C. Yep. We'll get our son a kakigori and we'll just sit underneath the Japanese temple things. Yeah, it sounds so bad. Yeah. Eat some frushi. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. That was my number two. Cool. So my number one is the Honey Peach Cobbler Freeze with Blueberry Vodka from the Honey Bistro. I'm surprised. I feel like that's three. I feel like I have several items from the Honey Bistro, so we're going to have to hit that up. Yeah, for sure. Um, it is expensive. It's ten fifty. I had $10 on my notes. Yeah, $10. So it's a lot. So that made your so list as we well. So if we both get one, that's going to be twenty. Well, we bucks. could we'd split it. We would. Well, because we're going to be trying so much, I yeah. think it's better if we're just like, let's share some fruity, let's share some honey peach cobbler, and then. And yeah, then once I eat, we're not going to spend two hundred dollars at Flower and Garden Festival just to try all these different stuff. Mm. We're we're not okay. <laughs> okay, so that was on your list. That was my list as well. Yeah. That was one I've been eyeing for some time now. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, my drinks are all very fruity and refreshing, which I think will be very nice on a June day in Florida. Yeah. Or May. Yeah. And I definitely went with drinks that just felt like were fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that you can, like, like I said, beer, you know, we, we try a lot of beer. Yeah. So, and I don't have like a very refined palate where I'm like, yep, tastes like a stout or okay. Right. Tastes, Which I would not want to drink stout. a stout on a hot oh, summer day. I tell you what though, for our listeners out there, if you guys are into beer, especially IPAs, and you've been to Flower and Garden, and there's some th- some outstanding beer that you think yeah. I should try, shoot us a message on Twitter or uh, email and let us know because I, I definitely I'm not I'm probably not going to do the research for beer, but I'm curious if there's anything that's like must try yeah. beer. Yeah, that would be good to know, especially those like those milkshake beers we've been trying lately. Milkshake IPAs. Yeah. Yeah. If there's any of those, we should look that up. For sure. Because that might be a beer we'd drink there. Cool. Well, I got one more for you, Rachel. Oh, here we go. This is an honorable mention, and I'll explain why. The Orange Cream Slushy. Oh, why isn't that on mine? I don't know. You messed up. Where'd it go? Which means I'm getting the Souvenir Orange orange Bird Sipper Cup, and that you're not. That does not mean that. No, they have they have a, um alcoholic version of this that comes in like a, like a martini glass sort of um but the orange bird sipper cup one is not alcoholic it's 14 dollars, which is a lot for a slushy but you get the cup the souvenir cup but the reason it made my honorable mention list is they are sold out already hmm. yeah it's gone it was within the first week what so we just have to get the alcohol yeah well i guess version? the first day there was a limit of like 10 or something like that later in the day it was like limit three or whatever and then it was limit one and but it's too late by then. All the eBayers go in and they stock up on them. And I'm sure you can find them on eBay right now for 20 bucks or something like that. That's crazy. It's ridiculous. I need to see this cup. It's so great about it. It's cool. I want the, I would rather have the Mickey birthday sipper, but that's probably going to be gone by the time we go there too. Oh, that's sad. I know. Yeah, I, I'm hoping that they release newer stuff. Yeah. In the middle of festivals, but I don't think that they do. And that's a bummer. Cool. I think that about does it. Hopefully, For our bonus episode. Yeah. Hopefully, you guys enjoy. Just we're just we're just chatting Disney, which we like to do. So. Yep. Gets us excited. Yeah. And if you like just this type of stuff, we'd love to hear that feedback as well. You know, we are interested in putting out more episodes. Especially if they're less formal like this. Although we had a ton of notes for it. But. It was so surprising, Mister Research. <laughs> so thanks for tuning in. Hopefully we got you excited about some special treats at Flower and Garden. And hey, if you're there when we're there, let us know. We'll love to catch up with you. See what you think. Yeah. Of all these different things here. Yeah. If you are veterans experts walking around the Epcot Flower Garden Festival and we're there, don't hesitate to show us the way. You know the way. We, know, we don't know the way yet. No, but hopefully after this year we do. Well, it's been a pleasure, Rachel. And thanks As everyone always. for listening. <laughs> and thanks for being a part of our world. Bye. <laughs> Are you ready? Up to Neverland. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.